What's up, guys? Welcome to Instagram Marketing Secrets, episode 98. Today is going to be an exciting episode because it's probably the the topic you all want to hear the most about, and that's just how to grow your account. So we're going to be talking about seven different of the most commonly taught growth strategies out there. Some of them I'm not going to vouch for. We're just going to talk about them because other people are talking about them, and if you are listening to other Instagram experts apart from myself that may be telling you to do some things, I'm going to tell you why I personally don't recommend you do so, and then you can decide for yourself uh, who you think you should listen to and what your account should do. So I will give the pros and cons to everything that we're going to be talking about today. And uh, I'm not going to tell you to try to do all of these this week. Uh, In fact, I'm going to tell you not to do that. At the end of this episode, I would tell you to pick one of these growth strategies and then apply that and then get into it, get the knowledge that you need to do it and do that growth strategy, whichever one you feel would be best for your account. If you try to do all of these, you're just going to do all of them kind of bad. And some of them are more simple, but the ones that I'm really going to vouch for are more complicated and do require more effort and more focus. So just uh, know that now that you're not going to try to do all seven this next week, but this is an episode you'll want to come back to whenever you're like, I need to grow my account. What are my major options? And I'm sure there are, I know there are other options out there than what I'm going to talk about today, um, but these are the seven most popular and they're popular for good reason because they can be very effective with correct execution. So before we get into the fun stuff, just a quick word from my sponsor and we'll get into it. So the first strategy we're going to talk about is commenting, and it's most commonly known as the buck 80 strategy from Gary Vaynerchuk. And this is a great technique at the time that Gary was really big on promoting it, which was like three to four years ago. And this is where you go around and you just leave genuine comments on related accounts in your market. And the reason why he calls it the buck 80 strategy I might be slightly off on this, but I think you're supposed to pick 20 different hashtags in your market and then leave comments on the top nine trending posts on that hashtag. And so it's like nine times 20 is 180. So buck 80 commenting strategy. I'm pretty sure that's why it's that. And he would just say, do that every day to grow your account. And it does work. And the reason why I am not the biggest fan of it nowadays is because it doesn't work as well as it used to, to the point that it's no longer the most efficient thing that you can do on Instagram. So for instance, let's say that before, if you left 200 comments, you would get 20 to 40 followers. Nowadays, you're probably going to get five to 10. And you can just ask yourself when the last time someone random commented on your post and if they really suck at it they probably said something along the lines of cool post check out my account and they were just really obvious what they're doing and that used to work guys like that used to work in the first year instagram was around because people are like okay like they they were oblivious to marketing techniques at the beginning and then people catch on to marketing techniques and then that's why they stop working 
So that's why this used to work a lot better, and you don't really hear Gary talking about it anymore. Um, but if you really want to hustle, and if you're like, I just want to grow my account, and Instagram has my 100% focus for growing my business, then yeah, maybe you do spend an hour commenting every day. <laughs> I mean, it still is going to add up to so many hours, and you're going to have like 70 followers to show for it after you know, like thousands of comments. So it's just like, it's not the best strategy anymore. The conversion on it is low. But of course, when you are commenting places, you are putting your name out there and giving uh, a chance for people to follow back and check out your account. Now, before I move on to the next tip, let me be very clear though, because there actually is a way to comment and get a lot of followers from it. And this would be when you can be a top trending comment on one of the major accounts in your market. So um, know that this is different than how the buck 80 strategy is is taught. Like the buck 80 would be like you're commenting not necessarily on big accounts in your niche, just anyone who's in your market and you're just trying to get like one follower at a time basically. Um, But uh, to to use an example, like the company Slim Jims is really good at this. Uh, Slim Jims knows that their market is younger guys, uh, probably in college, just looking to get some kind of snack in between classes. Uh, and uh, that, that's just the market that they're going for. And what they do is on like Bud Light's posts or like Old Row Official, which is like a college party account or Fifth Year, which is another college party account. Uh, like when I, when I did follow those, I stopped following them recently cause I spend too much time scrolling, uh, down their page. Uh, cause it's just kind of funny stuff. But, uh, the Slim Jim just always comments on these like college videos and just says something really funny and people like it. They see that Slim Jim posted it. They see they've got the blue verified check mark. A, a ton of people like it. It might get a few hundred likes. And of course it's going to get a lot of profile visits because it's going to be the top trending comment on these million plus follower accounts posts. So that is different. If you can do that, which is easier said than done to be a top trending comment, that can be a really good growth strategy. Um, but you just got to know, like, how are the people going to look at it? Because it's funny when you see like, oh, look what Slim Jim wrote. Like it's a company and it's like funny. Uh, but it you have to have the right name for it. You have to have the right profile logo for it because that's all they're going to go off of. They're going to see your comment, your name, and your profile logo, and you're going to bank on that getting you followers. So it's easier said than done to be a top trending comment, but that is a different commenting strategy than the one that I'm not a, a much of a fan of, of leaving comments on like all of these personal accounts because people just don't fall for it anymore. Uh, the second one we're going to talk about is follow and follow, and we're going to talk about this a lot less because most people have caught on now that it's a bad technique, but it still is widely taught, and the reason why is because it does work, but it's it's bad for a number of reasons. One, follow blocks are e- way easier to get than they've ever been, so if you try to do like 50 follows in an hour, Instagram's probably going to say you're follow blocked. And once you get any of these follow, like, or comment blocks once, it's very easy for you to get them again, or it's much easier. You're like 10 times more likely to get another one. And if you get a couple, then that's when you run into some bigger 
trouble. Uh, now, they're not banning accounts nearly as much as they did last year. Um, they've eased back on it. Last year, they really tried to just crack the whip on automation software to the point where they're like, we're just going to punish these accounts that have been using automation software, which I'm spoiling it. That's the next thing we're going to talk about uh, is the thing that they they just started banning accounts uh, a lot more frequently um, for doing things like follow and follow where you follow someone then a month later you unfollow them and there's different variations of the, this technique but that's essentially what it is and it's just trying to get these people who are like oh this person followed me they're going to check out who you are and there's a potential that they'll follow you back to return the favor and this worked extremely well in the first couple years of Instagram and the reason why I believe so is because People were coming from Facebook, and I mean, Facebook is still very prominent, but they were coming from Facebook where the method of uh, friending is friend request sent, friend request accepted, and people kind of felt that follow and then follow back was friend request sent, friend request accepted. So it was really common for people to just follow anyone who followed them. And it just, again, people caught on, they don't really fall for it anymore. So it's just not a good technique. The third thing we're talking about is automation software, which is where you can also do the first two techniques we're talking about with commenting or follow and follow, but you have a robot do it. And these unnatural pace of actions is what Instagram really cracked down on last year. And they were, like I said, banning accounts, um, as well as blocking them, but they're really uh, apt to ban people entirely. And like, they're very, it's very hard to get your account back if it gets banned because the one, the customer service is just pretty much impossible to get a hold of in the first place. But then it's, it's an uphill battle from there, even if you do uh, get in touch with someone. And the automation software can be done to do go view all of these people's stories because when you, a lot of times when you post a story, you look at how many people viewed it, and then a lot of people click on that to see who viewed it, and then you go through, and then you see who is this person that viewed my story, and then you click on it, and it, they're hope, hoping that maybe they'll follow me after that, even though you don't even follow them, and you more just look like a creeper looking at their stories, but people are like, whatever, if I can get a robot to do that thousands of times a day, then and it brings me two followers, cool, it's a robot doing it, I don't care, so all of these things are just ingenuine ways of building a following. And even if you do get a profile visit, you're probably not going to get a follow. And even if you do get a follow from these people, who's to say they're actually going to buy your stuff. So it's just, um, it's an easy way out. And if I was growing on Instagram like seven years ago, I probably would be heavily vouching for these techniques before they they didn't work anymore, right? I'd be like, cool, use them while you can. And that's what we're going to talk about today too, is like what techniques are prominent today that you need to uh, use while they're still hot. Um, so that concludes those first three. Uh, the fourth one is engagement groups. And this is one I can't personally vouch for because I've never been in one that has been good. And I've been in like 15 and they were very annoying. Uh, so to explain what an engagement group is to start, and I will tell you about the pros of them too, is you get into this like little DM chat group of people who are in your market and you guys just have like this contract or like an unspoken contract where, all right, when I do a post, I'm going to send the post to our group 
and then all of you guys go on, like and comment and save the post and help me get it to trend. And then when you guys do a post, you send it to the group and then the rest of us, including myself, will go on to it, like, comment, save and help get your post to trend. So the idea of it is awesome. And there's Instagram hasn't taken any actions to get rid of these groups. So they're safe, too. So you can totally do them. Um, the reason why I haven't had good experiences is because over time, people just lose interest in it, uh, at least in doing the part of commenting on your stuff. So it's, it's, and you'll lose interest too in commenting on their stuff. Uh, cause you'll be like, you didn't comment on my last one. I'm not going to do yours. And if there's like 20 people in the group, I was finding that like two to four would actually comment and like it. And all 20 of them would always share their post. And a lot of them were posting every day. So I basically just had like a DM inbox that had like 19 unread messages at all times. And I couldn't really keep up with it. And I couldn't really keep my focus on the other things that I wanted to do on social media. So that's the main reason I don't like it is it really uh, divides your focus that you always have like all of these messages to attend to. But if you can get in an engagement group, like if I was a million follower account and I could get in an engagement group with like seven other million follower accounts, like that would be really useful because likes and comments from big accounts do mean a little bit more to the Instagram algorithm than likes and comments from small accounts. So if you can be in a group with like these bigger accounts, it's great. And it's just like a lot of times when people are looking for these kind of things, they're smaller accounts. And then you get into a group with other smaller accounts and it just like doesn't do a ton for you. Um, but I mean, when you're a big account, especially if you're verified and you try to do that commenting strategy where you comment on a big account and try to be a top trending comment, it is so much easier to be a top trending comment if you are a big account, and especially if you're verified, that blue check mark in the comment thread, people like almost always check out who you are just because of your blue check mark. They're like, who is this person if they're verified? So commenting strategy, if you're verified, is one of the best things you can do, actually. Um, but getting verified is a, a long process, and uh, you really do have to be known in the media outside of Instagram to get one like people always ask me how to get one and apart from applying for verification you have to be like actually known in the media and have like news articles about you and other things like that and be known outside of just being an instagram influencer unless you are like a humongous instagram influencer so engagement groups have a lot of pros and cons and i did do an episode i believe it's 56 where i talk about them more but really, it's just if you can get in a good one, they're great. Uh, why not try it out and see for yourself if you can find one? Uh, there's a website called Telegram where people can find engagement groups too. Or you can even just create your own by messaging people in your market, uh, especially people with larger following than you, and you can kind of create your own group. And creating your own group would be the ultimate way to have the control over it and who's in it. Uh, so... It can be awesome for you if you get like 10 people in it and eight of them like and comment on your post and save it as well within the first hour. That could be the difference of your post making it onto hashtags or not. So it really could uh, help you out, but it's 
like all of these strategies, comes down to your execution of it. Fifth thing we're going to talk about are paid shoutouts. So this is when you can either pay an influencer or a big content page, which could just be like a repost account. Like maybe it's one of those entrepreneur motivation accounts where they have like 200,000 followers and they just post like Elon Musk and Steve Jobs quotes all day. Um, Those accounts, you can usually pay them like a pretty low rate actually to just shout you out. And uh, that's uh, a lot of how I've built a following on my Instagram account because there's so many entrepreneur accounts, like I just mentioned, that the the pricing is really good in my industry. So this this technique is mostly going to depend on your industry and the accounts that you actually have the opportunity to do a paid post with. Uh, because when I if I want to pay like 20 bucks, like some of these accounts that have like 150k followers are like 20 bucks to do a post with. So it's really easy for me to just take one of my Instagram tips and then say, hey, can you post this from your account? And then just like in the caption, put that they should follow me for more Instagram tips and pay them 20 bucks and and gain, you know, anywhere from 30 to 100 followers, depending on how well the post trends. So I want to make sure I'm giving them uh, content that is actually going to trend uh, and, and get likes and trend on hashtags for them and, and go outside of their their 120k following even. I want to give them a really good post and then the caption's got to be good. And I've seen really bad and really good results with it. So it's another one where it's not for sure and it largely depends on your market because if you talk to a face to the brand influencer, a lot of them have like 70k followers and they're like it's 800 bucks, right? Like and cool, more power to them if they can get that price from other people and they should hold to whatever their pricing is, but when you're just looking for someone to shout you out and be like follow this guy, then no, it's not going to be worth your 800 bucks in that case. So I don't usually pay face to the brand influencers to do this, um but you can find some of these content pages in in your niche. Uh let's say you're in the the fashion industry. You can find one of these like men's fashion pages that they just repost pictures of Tony Stark and, uh, you know, other celebrities. Well, Tony Stark's a fictional character, but you know what I mean? Um, And, uh, you know, just pay one of these accounts and, and just ask them what their rates are. And if you can get a fair price, then it's a great way to grow a following, just get like a, a 50 to 100 follower boost, or just pay like 20 of these accounts and spend like a thousand bucks. And boom, you just gain like 500 to a thousand followers, if not more. Uh, it really just depends on the deal you're able to get. And then of course, how well you're able to execute on it. But paid shout outs are a great way to uh, grow a following quickly. The sixth thing is running ads to some kind of free resource. And if you haven't uh, caught on yet, I'm doing all of these methods in the order of my favorite, my least favorite to favorite uh, methods for growing an account on Instagram. So ads to a freebie, this is obviously going to cost money. And this is not easy for me to just tell you guys Go, just run ads to some kind of free resource and you guys actually be able to make money with it. So a free resource being like an ebook, a guide, a cheat sheet, uh, a video series. Um, it's it's some, something that we can give in exchange for their email. 
Maybe it's even uh, like a webinar. Uh, it's a free uh, meditation session. It's a free coaching call. There's so many things that you can give for free. Uh, so whatever you're comfortable with and you run ads to it. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. And you say opt-in to get this free thing. They give you their email. So now you can set up some kind of automation sequence on the back end that then introduces them to your Instagram, that introduces them to your YouTube, that introduces them to your offers or whatever you want to on the back end. But it allows you to spend money on paid advertising to collect a new form of contact and then continuously market to them after that. And then that usually is going to gain their follow. Uh, and, and it's usually going to, you're going to gain uh, their traffic on other, other things in your business rather than here's an ad to my product. And then they go check out your product and then they leave. And then the next time you hear from them, you have to pay for it again, right? You have to spend money on advertising again. But if you spend money on advertising to collect an email, now you own the customer for organic marketing. And in theory, you just had to pay uh, the paid advertising that one time to gain them as a contact that you can market to again in the future. Now, will you still run paid ads to them again? Yes, probably. I mean, you'd have to manually go in and like remove them from your ads. Like, I don't even think you can do that. But um, you're they're going to see your ads again if they clicked on your stuff. And that's fine. But it gives you a way to organic market to them for free if you're not wanting to turn on paid ads to contact these customers. Um, And the other thing it allows you to do is build a following like a funnel. So rather than, oh yeah, I run ads and tell people to follow me and then hopefully they follow me, you run ads to a free thing that they have to give you an an email in exchange for. Then the free thing builds trust, uh, which is really important in online marketing and it gives them the information that they may need to then take you up on your offer and then it continuously goes through an automated process of introducing them to other things in your business. So you're growing your business exponentially rather than just running ads to one thing. You're running ads to collecting a source and then continuously marketing to them on an automated process. And that is definitely uh, a viable means of building an audience. And it honestly probably always will be. Um, That's why this one was the sixth out of my seven growth tips is because it is an evergreen way to build an audience and uh, and really break break that trust barrier too um, that's necessary to get them to actually buy your stuff. So going into the seventh one here, I just want to tell you guys a, a story of the first time that I had ever learned about this model uh, earlier in life because it was like eight years ago. Okay, it was probably like maybe like six or seven, but it was back when I was selling knives. I was uh, doing my 
direct sales job where I would go around and sell knives to people door to door, not door to door, but like through referrals. And we'd also do home and garden shows and we'd do county fairs. I would do craft shows. I would do quilt shows anywhere that there was people that like to eat. I would go and try to sell knives and we would pay for the booth rental and everything. Like it was all set up to be our own businesses. So it was a really cool gig. And, uh, and I really loved it. I did it for a long time, but besides the point. So I was working a county fair one day. I was working a Arapahoe County Fair in Aurora, Colorado. And we were the second booth of the entire event. So like we were seeing everyone right at the beginning. And the booth to my right, who was the first booth, he was doing a uh, he was yelling at everyone to enter a giveaway for a solar-powered attic fan. And I thought it was the weirdest thing that he was there. And he just kept yelling, Hey, folks, we're giving away a solar-powered attic fan. Hey, folks, we're giving away a solar-powered attic fan. And it's like such a long word. And he would say it every single time. And this event was like four days. And it was like eight to ten hours every day. And this guy was relentless. He was yelling at everyone that came by, all these groups of people, and no one knew what the hell he was talking about, or it was like super rare that they did and would come over and sign up for the giveaway. And I didn't even know what Solar Power Attic fan was. So like, I asked him about it. I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, so why are you giving away something that pretty much no one wants though? And he said, well, I don't want, I don't want them to enter unless they want it. I said, oh, wh- wh- why is that? I thought you just want to get like a bunch of l- entries for this here. And he says, a bunch of entries would be cool, but if I gave away something like an iPad or a gift card or like there's a- another booth that was giving away like a, a jet ski uh, that was there too. I'm like, why don't you give away a jet ski? They're doing really well over there. He's like, well, I'm not going to try to call someone who entered to win a jet ski and tried to sell them a solar powered attic fan. And I said, oh, are these leads that you're getting? He said, yeah, these are the leads that we get from the event. So the people that want to win a solar-powered attic fan must know at least what it is, and they have some interest in owning one. And then later after the event, I'm going to call all these people and tell them if they won or not. And if they didn't, I'm going to try to book an appointment to sell them the solar-powered attic fan. And I said, oh, that's genius. Now it all makes sense, and now I see why... You're not looking for a ton of leads, but at the same time, you're going to yell it to every group of people that comes by and just get your voice out into the market and then just see who responds to it. And then once you've collected your targeted leads, then you can try to sell to them later. And at the time, it didn't really hit me that it was a really important marketing strategy. It's because I wasn't even in online marketing at the time. And the way that I was selling these knives, that's not how we did it. That's not how our model particularly worked. That's how they used to do it. But then we just got good enough because they weren't ex- expensive enough. We, we could just like sell them right then. But that's besides the point. Um, so later in life, it came to me running all of these businesses online and trying to build a following. And besides that, we actually needed to get sales. And that really is what your focus should be on is targeted followers. Because unless you get targeted followers, 
you have no chance of getting sales. And most people just think I'm going to get a lot of followers and then I'm just going to try to sell them stuff later because there will be so many of them that I'll be able to sell them stuff. But let me ask you this, what would be easier to who would be easier to sell um dog toys to? 2000 dog owners or 100,000 people that don't own a dog? Well, obviously, it's easier to sell dog toys to 2,000 dog owners than 100,000 people who don't own a dog. So don't worry about the following number. Like, of course, the higher that is, the better because it's good for branding and then you have more potential people to buy from you. But if you don't have your efforts focused on building a targeted following, you won't get the sales. And if you don't get the sales, you're just going to get burnt out. Like if you have 100,000 followers and you're like not making any money from it, you're just going to be like, this is stupid. I don't care anymore. You're going to like just delete the app all of a sudden because there's just like no reason to have it um, unless it brings you that much joy to just see the likes. And, and people do get joy out of that. But after a while, it just feels like a waste of time when you may be struggling financially and need to do other things. Like if you're not making money from social media, or, or then it's not going to be worth your business's time to do. You're just going to do other things. So building a targeted following is the main goal. And of course, the more the merrier when it comes to a targeted following. Um, but that's what we want to do with a giveaway. And that is the seventh strategy if you haven't guessed it yet. And that's what this guy was doing. He didn't want a ton of entries. He wanted quality entries. And if if you are someone who likes to run giveaways and just give away things that a lot of people are going to like, like an iPad or a drone or a GoPro, then you're just going to get general followers, even if you get a lot from it. But then you're going to go to posting your content that is designed for your dream customer if you're doing Instagram right. And these people who entered to win for your GoPro are not going to care about your content and they're just going to unfollow you after the contest is over. Uh, or if they don't unfollow you, they're very uh, rarely going to like your stuff because it's not made, it's not content made for them. And then it's just going to ruin your engagement. So when you're doing a giveaway, you have to pick the right prize to attract a targeted following. And the thing that I really like about the giveaway too is because just like in that story, once the contest is over, the business part is not done. So one of these people is going to win. And then all of the other people are going to lose. But you're going to have their contact information because that's how they entered the contest. And then what you're going to do is you're just going to follow up with them. And the cool thing is with online marketing, we don't have to cold call these people like this guy was doing. We're just going to send out an email and organic market to them and let them know who won. And then for anyone who didn't win, we're going to give them some kind of special offer. Or maybe you are a coach and you want to say, hey, you didn't win the the coaching package, but what I'd like to offer you is a free 20-minute call. And maybe that's what you give them at the end. And then so many of those people will be like, I'll take a free 20-minute call. Awesome. And then you can maybe try to close them on a paid package on that call. Maybe you just give them a discount on the same package that they entered to win. Maybe you give them something for free. Maybe you give them uh, the shipping for free. Maybe there's just some other thing that spices up the offer that you can give as a consolation prize for anyone who didn't win. So the reason why I like the giveaway 
is because it doesn't build a following unless it's a very targeted following. And you can still build a lot of followers. You can get like, you know, thousands and thousands of targeted followers just from doing a giveaway on social media. And there's a lot of um, things that people don't like about giveaways just because you may have run one bad in the past. And I will say most are done really wrong um, for a number of reasons. And I'll tell you how to get the information on how to actually run one in a second and what the major mistakes are that people are making. We'll go into that. But when you do this kind of giveaway on social media, it's one of the ways to really penetrate through the noise because you're one of the few people who's just trying to give them something for free rather than, hey, buy my thing, buy my thing, buy my thing. And it's kind of a better way to start off a relationship with advertising on social media rather than just running ads for someone to just go buy your product right away. You can run an ad for someone to enter to win it for free, collect all their contact information, then if they don't win, you can try to sell it to them. And even if they don't buy then, it doesn't matter because you've already collected their contact information in the form of you know, an Instagram follow, an email, a Facebook page like, a YouTube subscribe, a LinkedIn connection. Whatever you want for your business, we can design and fit it into the entry steps for your giveaway. And there's a lot of right and wrong ways uh, to do that. So I'll, I'll just tell you now, if you want to run a giveaway, this is not something that I can effectively teach you on a podcast because I want to show you examples of what the content should look like for your giveaway, of what the caption should look like. I want to show you examples of where you're going to advertise this to. And I want to go more in depth of like the seven things like that I see. uh, There's seven things specifically that I see people do all the time with their giveaways that like absolutely ruins your chances to get people to enter. Um, and I, I compiled all this into my new training. All right. Some of you already knew this was coming, but I just wanted to let you know, if you want to learn the step-by-step process on how to do a giveaway, this is something that I want to teach you over video so that I can actually teach you in a way that will get you results. I don't want you to fall flat on your face when you do this. So um, if you go to www.igmsecrets.com, dot com slash masterclass or you go to the link in the bio uh, or excuse me the link in description i'm just so used to saying link in bio a link in description of this episode i have a one hour free training on exactly how to run a giveaway everything that most people do wrong everything that you need to do the exact steps the exact order um and and the technical side of creating some of these things too um so if you are going to run a giveaway if you like the idea of it because I think obviously in essence, the idea of a giveaway sounds like like almost a perfect marketing strategy, right? To get people who are interested in your exact offer to enter to win and then sell those people after. That's really what marketing is. You're just getting a targeted audience and then you're pitching them something. And this is just the way that it's most commonly done on social media. And because so many people do it, because so many people are successful with it, a lot of stuff gets lost in translation and the newer accounts and people who aren't as good at social media marketing uh, yet at least try to do it and it doesn't go well for them and they're like, oh, I guess it doesn't work. But trust me, guys, this is still what I feel to be the best way to grow a social media following that's targeted um, and, and isn't going to cost you a ton of money to do and build your following at the same time that you're getting sales. So it's like really everything that I like to do 
And the other thing I like about it is it's an evergreen strategy. So even in like a year, two, three, even like 10 years, like this stuff's already still going to exist because it's existed for decades already. This is what they do at like all these home and trade shows is like, we're giving away a free roof. We're giving away free windows over here, folks, because they're just trying to get anyone who came to the home show for windows to stop. And that's how to effectively get people to stop. Because you can't just be like, hey, you want to buy our windows? They got to be like, hey, you want to enter when free windows? They're like, okay, you got my attention. We actually do need windows. If they're free, potentially, then awesome, we'll stop. It's just a a way that marketing's been done for decades. And this is how it exists online. Um, But if you execute this correctly, as well as any of the other stuff that we talked about on today's episode, you should see some great results. But those are the seven most popular ways to grow on social media. So guys, again, if you would like to get into the seventh one, the giveaway, it is the most complicated of all the ones we talked about, but it's also the best. And that's why, like, it's really hard to do correctly. But if you want to learn exactly how to do it correctly, just go to the link in the description or go to www.igmsecrets.com slash masterclass. You do have to give me your email to get in there. Um, But uh, it's a one hour training. Just get your notes ready. Just have a coffee ready. I promise it's going to be worth your time. And if you're really looking for a way to grow in 2020 and beyond, and you're just like sick of posting all the time and creating content all the time just to slowly gain a following you're really going to want to watch this training to really give you a quicker way to give an instant boost to your social media following so guys uh stay tuned for episode 99 next week where i interview someone who has 10,000 followers but is doing multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars in sales a year. So a perfect testament to you don't need a ton of followers to get a lot of sales. She just has a such a solid targeted following at 10,000 that she's able to generate hundreds of thousands of dollars in sales a year. Like imagine being able to do that with such a small audience. And I break down exactly how she was able to do it in next week's episode. And then episode 100 is also going to be very special. So uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. I will talk to you next week.